0: it's okay you know no one thinks you're like a bad person because you made a mistake like no one thinks you're stupid because you made a mistake you just made a mistake that's human nature it's okay you can move on but being able what sets you apart from someone that's able to grow and someone that's gonna stay stagnant is being able to accept that and be like yeah i'm really sorry i shouldn't have done that or whoops like i'm gonna work towards being better next time
1: Welcome to Check Your Aesthetic Podcast, the go-to podcast for self-starting creatives. I'm Katie Campbell, the owner of Katie Creative Co., a social media management agency located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
0: And I'm Alexis Aldrich, a Vermont-based content creator focused on promoting productivity that fits your unique lifestyle and growing my career in marketing and creative business strategy. On CYA, you will catch authentic conversations
1: around entrepreneurship, social media, self-care, and the creative industry.
0: If you're looking to grow your online following, boost your productivity, and connect with other ambitious female creatives, then you've come to the right place. Let's get into this week's episode.
1: Hello, Alexis. Hey. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing great, you guys. This is the 100th episode of Check Your Aesthetic. Now, We've been doing this for more than a hundred weeks. <laughs> um, we've been doing this for almost two years. Yes. Um, because sometimes the girls have to take some time some off, time off. A, yes. a week off, yes. so that we don't lose our brains. But this is the one hundredth episode. We've done this one hundred times.
0: Probably more though, because we'll record it and then the audio doesn't work. <laughs> so yes. probably more like. Well, you guys.
1: You guys have heard us do this 100 times. Yes. That's insane. That is truly, truly crazy. I
0: I don't think I had really, like, conceptualized the fact that this is our 100th episode. Like, that is actually kind of impressive. Wow. That's
1: actually pretty swag.
0: Wow. Slay.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that this episode is coming out, like, four days after our two-year anniversary as well.
0: Yeah, I feel like we don't really know when our, like, actual anniversary is, because we were straight-up stupid girls, and we were like, it might take so... When we were coming out for the first time, we are like, it's gonna take so long for Apple Podcasts and Spotify to approve of us, and then it literally was, like, 24 hours, and they were like, alright, your episode's up, and we were like, oh, shit, okay.
1: So- yeah, which, like... I, I- I don't think it really should have been that hard for us to figure out. Like, did we try that hard to figure out how long it took for the episodes to go? Because, like, then it was up and we, like, weren't... But then we didn't announce it. But then it's like, been up. But, like, yeah. you know, I think it's the 20th. I think it's the 20th.
0: Okay. Don't you think it's that. the 20th? I don't really have any what idea. Did it?
1: Let, let's see what we posted last year. Don't worry, guys. We can do some research. Amazing. Okay, so... Let's just do a little scroll. By the way, our Instagram literally is popping. If you do not follow, you are missing out. We are posting reels. We are posting clips. We are posting memes. We are posting (laughs) other hilarious and funny things. Oh, um, also, uh,
0: if you guys, I don't know, I think this is coming out in a couple weeks from when we're recording. But um, if you guys have been listening to the episodes, then you know that we updated our podcast cover And that Mm -hmm. was not by, not really on purpose. (laughs) Katie and I just FaceTimed yesterday and for like a completely irrelevant reason. And then somehow out of that conversation came a new cover, which is, I was saying to Katie, she's like, she's like, we didn't even go go into this being like, let's do this. And then now all of a sudden we just have a new cover. I was like, that is how all of our work happens, where we're like not planning on talking about something and then we end up with a new logo or we do a brand... Plan a branding photo shoot or book a trip or whatever.
1: I don't mean to gaslight anybody, but why did we not post about our one year on Instagram?
0: Like, what? (laughs) Did we not?
1: Oh, September 17th. But that's when we posted about us Us meeting for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. September 20th. Yeah, that was when our 52nd episode came out. So a year. I need to discuss, while we're walking down memory lane, we posted this last year. But we posted a how it started versus how it's going. Our messages to each other. Um, this was June 10th, 2020. No. Alexis says, we should start a podcast when we get bigger. I said, Alexis, that's the best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, please. You said, right. And I said, we would be hilarious. I love it. That stands. We are hilarious. We are
0: definitely hilarious. Yes. We're the funniest girls on the internet. Obviously. No,
1: actually, like we're the funniest girls on the internet. Also, yeah. when you're listening to this, it's almost international podcast day. Um, wow. Which is always a fun day. There's just so many things coming up. So many things happening. This also is just like fall is really coming into it, into itself at this time. Um, mm-hmm. I am very excited. I have a whole vat of candy corn here.
0: Yeah, I uh, I really need to get into my fall area for like the apartment. Because Katie was truly shocked and surprised when I told her that I couldn't take my brother to the park because it was too cold. Um yeah, cause it was like September sixth, I think, when that happened. Um, yeah, and it was like yeah, sixties-ish, which honestly would have been fine. But he's kind of he kind of had a cold, so I was like, eh. um. But yeah, I'm looking outside right now, and like the leaves are very much changing, and yeah, it's getting into
1: this is around fall like vibes. last year. The first time we met was like around it was. Yeah. It's not exactly. Like, when you're listening to this, it is. Yeah. Um, but when we're recording this, it's not exactly yeah. the, um, and the Annie. <laughs> it's not exactly the Annie of when we met for the first time of <laughs> our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's around then. So there's just a lot of stuff happening. This is, like, truly, like, the, like, not September. September's not really included. Sorry. But... October, November, December are is my favorite time favorite of the year. Time of the year yeah. um, so we're well we're now. Well, Sept- now
0: September can be the podcast month.
1: September is the podcast month. International yeah. Podcast Day. First time we met. Yeah. Year anniversary. A hundredth episode. Yep. Just this year, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: it truly yeah. is crazy. Though I feel like we we talk about this whenever we have like mm-hmm. one year episode, like a hundredth episode, and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. We just like never really talk about it otherwise, but. Um, I, not only do we appreciate every single person who's listened, obviously we appreciate you guys, like you know that that we love you, but just from a selfish point of view, because why not make everything selfish, I have learned a ton from the podcast. Yeah. Um, we've gotten to connect with so many amazing people as our guests, mm-hmm. our listeners, all of those kinds of things, um, and just gotten so many opportunities that I didn't think that I would get just to meet and talk with, like in what other situation can you ask somebody hey will you talk to me for an hour and I can ask you anything I want
0: (laughs) right like you can't just like do that like
1: you can't just do that so we're just really thankful for all of our guests for anybody who's taken time to record with us anybody who's listened to one episode or every episode or two episodes or four episodes or another number of episodes um we just appreciate you Alexis I'll let you
0: it's hard for me to even conceptualize like I mean, obviously, it's our podcast and your podcast and my podcast, so I love it, but also, like, I'm on the back end of it. Like, I'm the one, like, editing and, like, you know, finding mm-hmm. clips and stuff, so it can become very, like, analytical for me, and I'm just, like, yeah. looking for those, you know, like, n- n- not that they're viral, but, like, you know, those vir- virality, like, whatever. Um, so it's, like, easy for me to kind of forget that it's even something that's, like, going out and, like, gonna... Have people listening and people like laughing along with us and learning along with us and I'm we've had so many times people are like we'll post on our stories and like say when did you start listening how many episodes you know how how long have you been consistently listening to the episodes and so many people will say from the beginning Mm -hmm. and that is just so I mean I'm so grateful but that is so weird to me. Because yeah. our podcast has evolved so much. So yeah, like, I'm, I was
1: about to say, like, yeah. I feel like, like, even in the the differences for myself, when we started, we didn't really know what we were doing. But also, I wasn't really, I felt like I, I viewed myself as like the information source. That is not how I view myself yeah. anymore in this not podcast. No. Yeah. We have guests on and I learned so many new things like, yeah, it, we're we're listeners just like you guys kind of right. we all i mean we have information
0: to say we have things well, to say but absolutely I mean, yeah especially I think especially
1: in like solo episodes but like yeah. i don't really view myself like i view us more as like catalysts to like help get you guys yeah. the information whether totally. it's through us or whether it's through a guest to like help get you guys the information that like we need and you need yeah. so that being said we always say this but if you have anything that you specifically want to hear us talk about send us a dm we yeah, will find please. a guest um we are masters at finding at finding niche very yeah. niche-specific people to talk yeah. about. Yeah, and, that's, very and niche specific literally things.
0: yesterday I was talking to Katie, and I'm like... Because now, I, I just love SCAD so much. I know you guys, if you listen to more than one episode, I'm sure you've heard me say SCAD so many times. And you're like, please shut up. You've graduated. It's not that big of a deal. But I love SCAD, and I was thinking, like, how in the future can I, like, you know work with them again in like some sort of capacity and I was talking to Katie about it and I'm like I could so see myself as a career advisor because I love my career advisor I think she's so amazing and I just like am so fascinated by like her job and that she's so connected with so many people in the creative industry and like specifically a career advisor for someone that is you know a student at SCAD since it is Mm -hmm. you know a creative school um art school but I also just feel like in a capacity like you and I already are like, not advisors, but we're, that's kind of what we Schedule
1: your appointments with us. Yeah,
0: literally. I, that's our, that's our new, that's our, that's our merch. That's our new service. (laughs) It's our new service. Literally. Um, but no, I feel like in a, in a backwards way, like that's kind of what our intention is with the podcast is to like, Really, give you guys not only information that you can use right away at, we always say, like at the end of the app ep- or the end of the interview, like what can they do? What can a listener do right now? Mm-hmm. Um, we want to have like actionable steps, but also just exposing you guys to different um, jobs and careers and different people and different perspectives within the creative mm-hmm. industry. And I don't know, I'm, I think I'm just really proud of how we've developed and. Me too. I'm also very, as I said earlier, grateful that people have, back when we <laughs> did the episode about, like, body positivity, <laughs> which, like, love the topic, but, like, why were we talking about that?
1: No, um, we, we love to look back at our first guest, and let me just remind you guys, the episode is called <clears throat> An Interview with Pearly Girl. So there's a couple things to take away from that. One What? (laughs) That's not even really her name. That's just her Instagram username. Yeah. But if you didn't follow her, you would be like, What is a what is girly girl? Yeah. Also, an interview with Are we Vogue? (laughs) Like, no, literally are we vogue? Like, why is that so vague? Um, but I also when you were talking, I was thinking, like, I feel like throughout these past two years with the podcast, it's become a lot less selfish for me. Um Mm -hmm. I think at the beginning. I really wanted to be rich and famous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Not that I don't, we joke about that all the time. Um, But now I'm so much more concerned with like, I guess this is still kind of selfish, but like the information that I am with the results. Like I know that we are putting out good information and that's like helping people and that makes me feel like fulfilled with the podcast. And I just think it's interesting because not every podcast is going to be like that. I don't know. I think it took us a long time to kind of come into what we wanted our podcast to be. And now that we're there, it feels really like solid and like we're learning things. We're helping other people learn things. And like even so there's one girl who listens to the podcast. Who I've talked about this in the podcast before, but she was like DMing me about my grad program and ended up. Like, yeah she's in my grad program now like she's yeah. in the same grad program as me which she wouldn't have I don't think known about if it weren't for the podcast yeah. not to like be like I am literally so swag and I'm <laughs> an advocate for my grad program like that's not what I'm saying but I just think it's really really cool that like people are I like you I too forget that people are really listening to us yeah actually listening yeah right they're, they're giving cool. us one hour a week of, of their, their time, time yeah to blab into their ears that's mm-hmm. crazy y'all
0: So keep doing
1: it please but please and like send the episodes to your friends so they can do it too yeah but we super appreciate you guys we literally love all of our guests i just can't explain how like fulfilling the podcast is for yeah and i think that we
0: had like i think we also had like i feel like we had some like growing pains with the podcast where Mm -hmm. we were transitioning out of that like we don't know what the hell we're doing into like, okay, we're starting to figure it out. And that even though conceptually you'd think that that's like a good feeling, it is also kind of scary to be like, okay, this is all really new. And like, yes, it feels good, but it's also scary. And like, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we finally are in a state where, you know, Kennedy, shout out Kennedy, like Kennedy, we know exactly what she's going to be doing. We know what you're going to be doing. I'm going to be doing. And it's like really a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And I think I can see us doing this like five years from now. Whereas I think a year ago, I was, I wanted to, but I was like, what is that even going to look like? Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I I feel like obviously we really could not do this without you guys. Um, and... We got to give the credit to the listeners. We got to give the credit to oh. listeners. There's so many episode ideas that have come from you guys. Yeah. There's guests that you guys have sent us that you want to hear from. There's guests that other guests have sent us. There's yeah. just like so much of that and you guys are pretty swag. So, swag slay. Yeah, queen. you guys you guys do slay every mm-hmm. week by listening mm-hmm. to our weekly episodes and subscribing to keep up with our weekly episodes. <laughs> except we do have a new intro and outro if you guys didn't notice we're just we're yes. leveling this shit up y'all we're trying <laughs> we're trying very much our best yes <laughs> we're trying very hard y'all Ruth is staring at me and she is making so much noise she wants to be the third host of the check your aesthetic say, podcast she's the other host mm-hmm. she literally is the other host of the check your aesthetic podcast Winston would be but home? I was
0: pushing him out of my room kick him hold out hold
1: on guys I'll let Ruth say hey come here do you want to do some sniffs in the microphone come on Yay. So that that was, that was (laughs) true. Anyway. Anyways. So from all of us, from the whole team. Yeah, from the whole team here. We love you guys and we appreciate you. But this actually is a pretty good transition, I would say, because we were just talking about growth. And in this episode, we're talking about how the things that you know about yourself and have learned about yourself can help you to tailor your life and be the best version of yourself, basically. Which you're probably sitting here thinking, like. Yeah, no shit. But... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like literally, no shit. But we're gonna kind of take a little bit of a different, a little bit of a different angle. Um, and it'll make sense. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> it'll
0: make it'll sense. It'll all come together. Don't worry about We've it. We've
1: done this a hundred times. We yes. know what we're doing.
0: <laughs> we know what we're doing. Sometimes we know um, half of what we're doing.
1: <laughs> truly, uh, but basically, so we're gonna start off by talking about a couple of personality tests slash like the zodiac. Our zodiac signs and our human design and things like that, and talk about how we've kind of taken things that we've learned about ourselves through things like that and applied them to kind of like our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. um So, Alexis, why don't why don't you why don't you, girl boss,
0: and go into and the into your, the Enneagram? Okay, yeah, your Enneagram. Yeah, so Enneagram that was something actually that Katie introduced me to in like I would say probably 2020. I want to mm-hmm. guess. Um, I feel like that. I feel like I associate Enneagram sort of with like pandemic a little bit Mm -hmm. um pandemic era um but yeah it's nine different personalities and i don't remember what they are google it if you are curious (laughs) because i'm not going to um and both katie and i are threes and Mm -hmm. that is i want to read what that is that is the achiever and i thought this (laughs) on this website the description was so funny um, it is the eclecticenergies.com website. Um, people of this personality type need to be validated in order to feel worthy. They pursue success and want to be admired. They are frequently hardworking, competitive, and are highly focused in the pursuit of their goals. Whether their goal is to be the most successful salesman in the company or the sexiest woman in their social circle. I was like, Katie and I.
1: <laughs> Literally slow, <laughs>
0: funniest. The funniest girls on the internet.
1: <laughs> we need Us. to be the sexiest and funniest girls on yes, the whole um, internet.
0: But it's a very long description, but basically that they're uh, the achievers or threes are self-confident, practical and driven and often self-made, which I think describes Katie and I pretty well. So
1: Yeah, and Alexis is a three-wing four, but I'm a three-wing two. But from the Enneagram, I feel like the things that I take most from these personality tests are the things that like I don't want to hear. Like I know the good things about yeah. myself, that's not mm-hmm. hard. But it's like your the things that you might be scared of. So like yeah. the Enneagram will tell you your basic fear and your basic desire. So 3 wing 2s are afraid of failing and being unworthy of love. They avoid this by setting and accomplishing goals in order to feel successful. So obviously that kind of and again, with all of these I don't not again. I haven't said this. I said this to Alexis. <laughs> with all of these personality tests and things like this, especially when you get to, like, Zodiac and things that aren't even based on questions. Yeah. Take, take, take it take and it leave. Like, yeah, salt. take some, yeah. leave some. Take some, leave some. We're not sitting here telling you, you need to take all these personality tests and live your life based on them. But I think it's really all about self-reflection. It's about I'm reflecting on yourself and being able to, like, learn things about yourself. And I think these are just tools to do that. Yeah. So what we're really saying is we're just going to kind of tell you about ours because we know that you, like, literally want to know everything about us because, like, we're Obviously. famous. Obviously. But- <laughs> We're just kind of saying, like, take the things that you learn about yourself through these things, the things that resonate with you, and then we'll kind of talk about how we've
0: used those in our lives. Yeah, and I also think, like, Katie and I, just to refresh and, like, make sure that we were accurate in the Enneagram, we both did it, like, on our computers at the same time, and we're, like, talking through each one. And I think just, like, I mean, I came out, I, before I took it today, I was three-wing four. I took it again, I was three-wing four. So it's not like I, you know got this new profound information but just the act of doing that is almost like a practice of self-reflection because you have to you're being asked a question by these tests and you have to be honest with yourself and I think that like that in it of itself is really positive and helpful for all aspects of life, whether that's in work, whether that's in school, whether that's in your relationships, like, uh, romantic, with your friends, with your family. I think that Mm -hmm. really, like, contemplating how you are perceived by others, by how you act towards others, how others act around you, it's really important. Exactly. So,
1: the... On the other side of the coin, the basic desire for... This is 3 Wing too, but I think it's the same for threes in general. The desire is to be admired and accepted and seek value through accomplishment, which may push them deeper into their work. Mm-hmm. So, like, things like this, I think I can speak for both of us. Acknowledging... When you know where... and If if you take the Enneagram and you're like, that's bullshit, then, okay, move on. Pick a different one. Yeah. But if you take that and you're like, that's true. And for me, that does feel true. If you know, say, like for us, we seek our own personal value in our work. If you're aware of that, then you can kind of like correct it. That's the whole point of therapy is making yourself aware of the reasons that you're doing things. And then you can kind of not necessarily correct them, but you're just aware. Right. You have to be aware of how your brain works. And I feel like I actually saw a TikTok the other day that was like advice from somebody in their 30s. And it was Um, or for like advice from somebody in their 30s on what to do in your 20s and one of the things was learn as much as as possible about how your brain works and use that to your advantage Yep. and I feel like that is something that has really been a part of my life in the past couple of years especially nearing like the end of college and post-grad is just learning like how does my brain work and once you get to really really know yourself You can kind of avoid a lot of things like conflict. Like if I, I know about myself now that if I try to discuss something when I'm really upset about it, I will cry my way through it. I will not be able to make a point and I will not actually be able to, to get to a conclusion. I will feel like I'm weak. I will feel like I'm a baby. I cannot stop crying. Like my automatic response to every emotion is crying. That's just something that I know about myself. If I'm happy, crying. If I'm sad, crying. If I'm mad, crying. If I'm embarrassed, I'm crying. I'm just crying. But knowing that about myself, I know, let's not try to have a discussion about something that I'm upset about right when it's happening. Yeah, yeah. let's just not try that. So that's kind of what we mean when we say, like, learning these things about yourself. So for me, from the Enneagram, knowing that, you know, big desire to be accepted, successful, focused on what other people think about me, fear of being rejected or unworthy of love, Mm -hmm. recognizing all of that. And kind of working to like counteract the negative parts of that, but also, you know, live in those stronger parts of that, I feel like is really powerful, but I don't, I don't, I'm talking so much.
0: And no, you're not. But also, um, (laughs) when you're told that you take value in, um, your success and seek out, um, external validation, Especially in an academic sense, that may be Alexis. Why you had a crush on your professor? Literally, <laughs> like, yes, yes. I mean, exactly. then that's totally harmless. But also another point that I wanted to make is like, with this self reflection, I think, and I so agree with the with the twenties thing. Like, I think that your twenties, that's when you're finally becoming like a real person. You know, like you're mm-hmm. you're an adult you have your own, you know, if you want to eat ice cream for dinner, no one's really stopping you, but also your brain is finally, you know, fully developing, um, and you're really in this, this stage of, like, kind of reflecting on your childhood and deciding what you want to continue doing, um, both in, like, a, um, you know, kind of abstract sense and in a literal sense, but I also wanted to talk about, um, Therapy and just that Mm -hmm. that is another form of kind of self reflection. And I think, I mean, I know literally Katie and I talk about it every single episode, but I think if you are struggling with in your 20s, in your 30s, in your teens, whenever, whatever age you're listening to this right now, if you're struggling with like, who am I? What, yeah, like self awareness, like, what am I doing? What like I can't envision myself in a certain career or in two years like I don't know yeah. I don't know what I'm doing I I think therapy is such Absolutely. an amazing um resource for you as just like a person and I also would say career advising if it's yeah. the career aspect of things my career advisor has helped so much and really a lot of it it's not really like I know how to write a freaking resume. I don't yes, need, like, yes. I don't need her to, like, be like, this is what you write. Like, okay, she edits it a little bit, but it's more like just the minute details. But it's more like the emotional side of yeah career, so.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say um, earlier when you were talking specifically about therapy, I have said this before on the podcast, I think, but I used to think that therapy was something goes wrong, Somebody yeah. dies, you know, you're grieving, something happens, you get a, you break up with somebody, whatever. You go to therapy, they tell you how to fix it, you leave, you fixed it. That is not at all what That happens. is,
0: like, quite literally not at all what happens.
1: <laughs> therapy is so much more about, I cannot tell you the amount of times in therapy my therapist has said something to me. They're like a mirror. They're, like, reflecting back to you, like, yeah. what you're saying and, like, making you see it in a different way. The amount of times my therapist has said something and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is, what? You know, yeah. and you realize things about yourself. You're just realizing a lot of things. A year of realizing. Just, this is
0: like the year about realizing <laughs> things. But
1: yeah. you're just, it's true. You realize things about yourself. And then better understanding yourself, you're better able to understand how other people see you, how some things that you do might come across. That's a really big thing sometimes the things that you're doing you don't think they're coming across a certain way but they are right um and understanding kind of all of that it's and it's not about like changing your whole self that's not what it's about it's about understanding yourself understanding your brain understanding how you think so that you can be the best version of yourself I guess yeah and also Um, they
0: they do also I do want to say like on the side because you brought up like grief and like if something you know large happens like they are also oh yeah obviously gonna help with that I have a sick family member that I mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait until that was a large reason of why I started therapy was I didn't want to wait until something happened and then I have to go find a therapist exactly. I have to go explain the entire situation like I wanted to already be in that, and have a like a predetermined, not predetermined, uh, a pre-established relationship with this person, my therapist, so that they already understood when slash if something bad were to happen. But anyways, we'll get off of our
1: absolutely we're off of of our therapy soapbox okay do you want to move on to the 16 personalities and talk a little bit about that yes I
0: love 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 16 personalities yes so
1: for those of you who don't know the 16 personalities is like INFT ENFJ ESFJ like all those kinds of things so I am an ESFJ I (laughs)
0: am a knee I am a neat. I haven't taken it since they added the T but I am an ENFJ, and I know that I would still be an ENFJ because my mother is an ENFJ, and we yeah. are the same person, so.
1: Yes, so to break that down, the E is introverted, I mean extroverted, extroverted the other yep. option is introverted. Yep. The next one, which Alexis is an and I'm an S, the N is intuitive, the S is observant. So it's mind, energy, and then nature is the F or the... T. Yes. Thinking or feeling. Yeah. Then tactics is the J or the P, I believe. Um, and that's judging or... Judging or, or
0: perceiving. Pr-
1: prospecting is what this says. I don't really know what that means. Oh. Um, and then the last one, which Alexis hasn't taken, is identity. And it's assertive or turbulent. Yeah. So I am extroverted, observant, feeling, judging, turbulent. And Alexis is extroverted, intuitive, feeling, judging, uh maybe turbulent maybe
0: probably Pro- probably <laughs> <Most likely. laughs>
1: um that one is my strongest one turbulent versus assertive which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense um but this is a classic test that I had to take this in high school I had to take this in yep. college like I've had to take this a lot of times yeah um I think it's one of the older personality yeah
0: tests. It, it is a little bit older but I like I love their website If like I sometimes go on it for like fun like it's so cute it's like it's very slay so you guys should just look up 16personalities.com they have like little animated kind of people i guess for like each personality and they also if you click on them um you can find out which like characters you're like like from shows it's fun
1: that's really cool Mm -hmm. um i would like to make a note about the extroverted versus introverted this is something that for the longest time, I was like, I'm definitely an extrovert, which I am, but I'm not as much of an extrovert as I thought I was. I would say, because I'm 61, 39 percent, like 61 percent mm-hmm. extroverted, 39 percent intro. It does not mean do you like being around people or do you not like being around people? That's not really what it means. It means where. how do you gain energy? So if you're really exactly. tired, are you going to gain energy from being around people or from being alone? And I think like that perspective shift, which is, Just, I don't, I think you automatically kind of think, am I outgoing or am I shy? Like, that's not really what it means. Or, like,
0: quiet or loud. Like, that's not.
1: Exactly. So, for me, I'm kind of split there, and I'm sure you are too, where I I do love being around people, and sometimes that's really what I need. Like, if I'm really upset, I would rather be around people than be alone. Like, if I'm not super, super upset, but, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just sit in my room by myself and cry. Like, what will help me is being around people. Talking Mm -hmm. about it, but being around people. Mm -hmm. But um i'm same thing. if i'm
0: upset i'm like get the hell away from me
1: yeah but like same thing with work for me that's something that i've learned about myself um when i'm working i'm much better working in kind of like an extroverted like a a busy Mm -hmm. environment whether that's just noise or that's you know people around yeah like working with a podcast on
0: yeah that
1: helps me working with you know people working with a team you know talking things out that's that's a really big thing for me um So I thought that was worth noting with an introvert versus extrovert. But do you kind of want to talk about the intuitive versus observant?
0: This is Happy Club is a small business spreading awareness for mental health while building a safe space community focused on being able to share good news and encourage each other when needed. Aside from their community, they also sell trendy apparel and accessories such as tees, crewnecks, stickers, jewelry, and more. Every product is made and designed by the owner, and 10% of the proceeds are donated to a mental health charity each month. Join the club and go to thisishappyclub.com for more information and use the code CYA15 for 15% off your next order. So the energy is basically intuitive is it's really about where you're gathering information from the world and how you're going to take that information into a decision so when I'm because you're you're observing I'm intuitive and you you're
1: I'm almost 55 I'm almost fifty-fifty.
0: yeah and I don't I haven't taken this if I took out, it on a remember. different day
1: I think I might be a nan
0: yeah literally um so I'll read this little quote. It says 91% of those with the intuitive trait say they like to discuss different views and theories of what they would, um, what the world could look like in the future, compared to 55% of those with the observant trait. So, and that's kind of how I remember I have taken this so many times with my mom, and every time she explains it to me, it's like, are you going to like sit back, kind of, and like take statistics? and use that to, or like what you've seen in the past, that's more of like the observing, whereas the intuitive is you're going to discuss things. You're gonna, even if it's with yourself, you're gonna, what?
1: I'm seeing why I got what I got and I don't think it's right because I was reading the questions that were about like, do you like to discuss deep theological things about the world? Mm, And And I said no, "No," because I don't, but if if they said, do you like to discuss your emotions with people to work through things, I would have said
0: Yes. yes. Right, so yeah. I think,
1: I kind of feel like the,
0: like Austin would be wrong. Austin would be observant because he's yeah. just gonna use like data because he's yeah, a math see, not, person. I feel whereas, like I just
1: answered those wrong.
0: Yeah, whereas I'm a person that needs to like, even if it's with myself, even if I'm talking it through in my own head, I'm gonna talk it through rather than be like, let me look up the statistics of whatever happens. Like I'm gonna yeah. base it on my own like opinion, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I feel like this test specifically is really helpful and kind of like the work sense because going into the next one you know determines how you make decisions and cope with emotions thinking or feeling it's really good to know these things about yourself because i feel like in general a lot of people who are very emotional kind of get a bad rap there's nothing wrong with being very emotional both of Mm -hmm. us are very emotional Mm -hmm. um but i think knowing that about yourself especially in like a work sense so like like i said earlier i know that i will cry I just know yeah. that I will cry pretty much all the right. time. I'll cry. Right. Um, and it's nice to know that so that you can kind of like be prepared to understand how you're making these decisions because also sometimes there's times that you might need to make a really logical decision, but you're more inclined to make an emotional decision.
0: Yeah. And you just um, kind of like step back. And yeah. Like, how am I feeling
1: right now? Exactly. Because there's, you know, in work, Especially in school, you know, you can't always make that emotional decision, but knowing that you're more inclined to do that totally. can help you to kind of process those in the right way. Um, and the same thing if you're on the other edge. Like, if you're really logical, think about like if you're yeah. having an argument in a relationship, are you making yeah. like the logical decision or are you actually like listening and thinking and, right. and you know, and also, like are using you, your emotions? Are
0: you, are, are you looking at the situation too logically where? Exactly. You're not thinking of the other person's emotions in this. And yeah. I also wanted to say, like, there's also, like, the opposite of I take my anger and sadness responses and switch them. So mm-hmm. if I'm sad about something, I'm really mad. Like, I'm, at, I'm not mad, but I'm acting externally angry. And if I'm mad, I'm going to be acting sad as in i start crying and so for an example when i worked retail if someone was yelling at me i wasn't sad in the moment but i would start to tear up because i'm so mad that i want to like punch you and Mm -hmm. so i'm starting to cry and that i remember i mean i was kind of younger at the time but i remember just feeling so embarrassed like why am i crying right now like this is so stupid like i don't i'm not sad or like embarrassed i mean i am embarrassed because i'm crying but that's not why I'm crying I'm crying because I hate you you know and like knowing that about myself and kind of like giving myself a break I guess like it's okay that that's what's happening but also if you're in that angry state and you are you catch yourself like about to cry maybe that's the time to like excuse yourself if you can from that situation until a point where you're able to like calm down and go back to it later.
1: Yeah, and I also feel like it's worth mentioning, knowing these things about yourself, I'm not sitting here saying, take all these personality tests and figure out what you want your job to be. Right. (laughs) But it can be super helpful in understanding what kind of career might be right for you. For example, Mm -hmm. if you are a giant introvert, maybe don't get a customer service job. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like Maybe that's not the exact right kind of job for you. And that's kind of in general what we're saying with all of this is use these things that either these personality tests tell you about yourself, Experiences that you've had tell you about yourself. It's all about just reflecting on things that you've figured out about yourself, things that other people have reflected about you back onto you, and using that to understand how you're going to be best suited and best, how you're going to be happiest is really what it comes down to. Because if you're a giant introvert, you're probably not going to like a job where you have to be around people 24 right. 7. You have to work crazy hours. Like, that's not what you're going to want to do. Same thing. If you're an extrovert, you're not going to want to be likely you're not going to want to be working a job where you're really solo all the time. That was one of the questions on this quiz was, would you be happy working a job where you don't see people? And I said, no, I would not. Um, So I feel like that's worth mentioning. But I guess we should talk about the two that are a little less personality-based and a little more based Mm -hmm. on the time you are born. So Zodiac and Human Design. Now, these more than the others, I feel like you kind of got to take it, you know, take some and leave some. Because this is literally just based on the time and location you're born. Mm-hmm. Some people don't believe in this. Some people believe also, in it And also,
0: I, I want to say, I totally understand the people that think that the Zodiac is ridiculous. But what I get annoyed with is when they associate that with um, horoscopes. Because mm-hmm. that is not, I mean, yes, your horoscope is like determined by your um, Zodiac, but those little things in the back of Seventeen Magazine is not, that's not what the Zodiac is. being like, you're going to, your crush, your crush is going to kiss you. Like, that's not what that is. And it's so annoying. That's what Austin does. That's why I'm triggered by it. But
1: yeah, I would say the Enneagram is, I mean, the Zodiac is similar to the Enneagram and the 16 personalities in the results, like in the way that it tells you about yourself. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm an Aquarius, it's saying Aquarian Aquarius people are advanced, self-reliant, clever, exceptional, and optimistic. Okay. Okay. Exceptional. I'm literally Slay. exceptional. <laughs> they lack a distinct form and appear to resist classification enthusiastic and active some are calm and sensitive um positive reinforcement is one of the important aspects of contentment they'll rapidly get bored and un- uninterested if they don't have it and they require a lot of time alone
0: um mm-hmm.
1: for me my zodiac's interesting cuz i was born on the, f- the last day of aquarius and for that reason or maybe just because it's random um i don't necessarily fit into every aquarius
0: thing well, I don't think you're supposed to though, and that's what that's what also <clears throat> I don't know what my problem is today, but that what that's what also annoys me is like when people, mostly men, will say like, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like "Yeah, you said, men,"
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally. But like, there's no. They're like, "What's wrong with me?" I'm <clears throat> sorry, guys. Like, they're like, "How is it? How is it possible that there's only twelve personality types? When did anyone say that ever?" That's not true. You also have like a sun, or you have your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. You also have like other planets. And also, all of this isn't just determining like you can be a different person if you want to. It's just like what you're inclined to. Mm-hmm. So, and saying like, I'm a Taurus, I'm all of this, that's not how it works. Like saying like people yeah, either then love or hate. It would make no sense. Yeah, like, like everyone people would say, be like, the
1: exact same if they were born yeah, on the same
0: day. Exactly. And people saying like, they on tiktok i see this all the time people are either like love or hate pisces men and like that's i get it in like a funny sense but that's like really not fair Mm -hmm. if you're like i I forget who it was i think it's j-lo won't even work with Virgos like she fired anyone that she works for her that is a Virgo I think that is the most like ridiculous thing that I've ever heard in my entire life I agree no we're not doing that
1: yeah and I think out of all of these the most controversial is probably the zodiac sign just because by far yeah people like you said make these it's become kind of like a pop culture thing like people make videos of like What bedroom I would give each sign and, like, think it's funny to hate on certain ones and, like, other ones people, like, all love. And that's really not how it is. But I think, like we said at the beginning, these are all tools you can use to reflect back on yourself. It's basically like reading a self-help book that's, like, sort of tailored to you specifically. So reading this and being like, oh, that's true about myself. I never thought about that. Or, like, oh, that's not true about me. Like, just take what you think applies and leave the rest Yep. But just the practice of self-reflection is so beneficial for literally every aspect of your life. Like, I can't explain. That's one of the most useful ways to, for me to use my time. And mm-hmm. it helps in business. It helps in life. It just, it helps in every way. And it's just shocking. But it's also really hard because then you have to think about the things that you might be not so good at or the problems that you might have or things like right. that.
0: Right, right. And also, I think, like... Another thing that I want to another um, common misconception is like when you type into t- to a website like this is what sign my boyfriend is are we mm-hmm. gonna stay together forever that's not th- not tr- accurate but yeah. also I think that it can actually be helpful though because for mine I I think I mentioned I'm Taurus and one of my biggest Weaknesses as a Taurus is that I am stubborn. And my dad is also a Taurus, and so is Mm -hmm. my aunt, and so is my cousin. And so, and I think more of my family, I don't remember, but a lot of us are Tauruses. And that definitely goes a lot into how my family dynamic can work itself out because we're all very stubborn. We're all very, um, uncompromising very resistant to change um and just knowing that and I think like even like with Austin he is an Aquarius and knowing like certain um personality traits that he might be more inclined to I think that that's like what I I like to say it's not that I have to be stubborn because i'm taurus it's that i'm more likely to be stubborn because i am a taurus i think that that's Absolutely. how i feel about it but it it really can and even like in a client sense like not that you're going to go up and be like what's, <laughs> what's your, your zodiac? Yeah. like yeah like that's super creepy please don't do that but like co-workers your boss like all of these things and that's why and not just the zodiac but any of these personality types that's why a lot of the time um for my leadership classes we had to do these and it was very much suggested that we had our employees take these quizzes or tests or personality whatever because it's easier for you to then go on and work with them because you better understand what their um inclined to react to a certain type of situation are they going to be the one that sits back in a group situation and lets everyone else lead are they going to be the one that is uncompromising like you know
1: yeah and I feel like it's important especially with the ones that require a quiz it's really important to try your best to understand how other people view themselves as well I just as somebody who's like I'm very naturally kind of empathetic and like intuitive like I
0: Mm-hmm.
1: one of the questions on one of these quizzes was like, can you tell how somebody's feeling based on like when they walk into a room? And like I I can, mm-hmm. especially people that I know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just naturally very empathetic in that way. I think trying to figure out how, especially the people who are really close to you, whether it's a romantic partner, or your best friend, your parents, whatever. Think about how they view themselves as well as how you view them can be really yeah. helpful in any sort of conflict or in you know showing them love things like that yeah I think that there's more you know understanding yourself and understanding other people it just helps you to navigate the world in and I'm not sitting here saying like you should adapt the way that you treat people based on what they think about themselves like you right. know no. at some yeah. point yeah. you but need to be true to yourself it. but yeah. it helps you kind of navigate the world in a more seamless way and just kind of right. like makes your life easier when you understand yourself and you kind of can predict your own reactions to things or can predict right. you know even knowing like what situations are going to be best in if you're given an opportunity at work and you know you have to choose between a couple of options of I don't know teams for a project right. something like that right. knowing you know if you're a natural leader and you don't like being told what to do maybe choose the team that has the most you know kind of opportunity for that yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I just think there's a lot of instances we we get a lot more choice in our lives than we think, and knowing yourself best is yeah. going to help you make the best choice in those situations. But also, some of those situations are ways that you're going to learn more things about yourself. Yeah. So, um, off so topic, I wanted circle.
0: to ask you: Do you know your love languages? Yes.
1: What are they? Um, my top love language is words of affirmation yep. and physical touch, or like kind of.
0: I. Could have told you that, yeah. Yeah, and um, quality time's
1: up there too. I'm not big on gifts. I'm bigger on gifts in a relationship than I am in a friendship. I would say my love languages are probably different in a relationship and a friendship.
0: Yeah, and they should be. Here. Um,
1: like that's something that I didn't really realize before, but they're definitely can different.
0: Gu- can you guess mine?
1: Uh, in, with Austin gifts.
0: <laughs> Yes, but more in like an acts of service way. Yeah, I was gonna say I, acts of like, service. I, yeah, acts of service and quality time. I would definitely say, and that's that's also like with friends, like any friendship really. Um, but physical touch is like literally my last one. Like, yeah, don't touch me. Yeah, please. so
1: mine are different in in friendships and relationships, but um, I I think that's another really interesting test. And obviously, we're not sitting here giving you guys relationship advice, but as a little tangent, yeah. if you want to, I feel like taking that with your partner and comparing them is a Mm -hmm. good thing to do. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, But do we, while we've talked for so long, do we want to talk about human design or do we want to let people um, spare them? Yeah,
0: I think we can, I think we can mention it's based on the Zodiac, um, but it's more of kind of like a tradition, not traditional, like an ancient kind of way. I don't think
1: it's, it's based on the same information that Zodiac's based on. So it's based on the time you were born. It's not like, you put in i'm an aquarius and then it tells right, you you right, put in right. it's just the same information but right. the way that this works is it tells you it tells you a lot of things you should download the app if you want to learn more about it but it tells you your energy type which is how your energy functions your authority mm-hmm. which is how you should best make decisions your personality type your strategy like how you make things happen how you know you're on the right path how you feel when you're not doing things that are aligned for you your gifts how you manifest your purpose in life yep. the best way for you to eat um, which of your six senses is the strongest and how you feel things. So the major one, like this one has types too. The major one is your energy type. So I am a manifesting generator, which is a multi-passionate person, which means I have various passions and I'm not super happy unless I'm doing a lot of different things that I'm passionate about. Um, my challenge is to defy what society tells us about how to become happy and successful and to show the world a new way to do it. This matches a lot with Aquarius. Aquarius.
0: Yes, I am, I am just a generator, um, so it's, like, pretty much, like, very similar to the manifesting, um, it just takes that little bit out of it, but it just says that you're here to generate energy wherever you do something that makes you happy, and I think that that's, that for Katie and I, I think, honestly, I think that that's where, like, the Enneagram 3 comes in Mm -hmm. for me, that, like, we are going to, we don't stay in a job that isn't fun, (laughs) like, we like are. Like have to have something
1: on the side. Like always yes, so have something always else have going have, on. Yes. Always
0: have to have like 30 things going on all mm-hmm. once that people are like, what are you doing? Oh, here. Let me take five minutes to yeah. tell you.
1: And I even did um, this as a kid. Like I was hopping from sports. If I didn't like it, I was gone. Like mm-hmm. constantly trying new things, which I think like yeah. knowing that about yourself and knowing and even sometimes as much as this might be bullshit, like reading this on here about myself is like, oh, so that's not like a flaw. Like, right. Yeah. That's not a mm-hmm. bad thing. That's just how right, I am. It's just like, you hard. know
0: but my brain works yeah, yeah which i feel like is
1: really interesting and and if if that helps you like it does me i feel like it's worth it to you know that's if that's helpful then that's helpful. Um but a lot of this stuff is also telling me that I'm emotional and intuitive. Mm-hmm. I feel frustrated when things are not going right. I just mm-hmm. you guys can take this yourself and kind of look through it. It's a little more complex, I would say, than the other ones. Definitely mm-hmm. broken down into more like categories, but I think it's very useful. And in general, I just think that reflecting on these things like I've said a thousand times in this episode is these are these are just tools that allow you to refl- if you want to do self-reflection in a different way then do it in a different way but yes. I think our whole point is take some time to think about yeah. yourself before you make these big decisions and it will help you if you're feeling kind of lost yes
0: and this is something that I also good transition into this little tidbit that I wanted to add towards the end is it is so hard for Katie and I we will be the first ones to tell you that accepting feedback and accepting um that you've made a mistake or that oh, you Lord. could do better in a certain sense. is very, very hard for both of us. Yes, um, yes. And I think that that is, and I'm literally 25 and I could work on that so much. So I'm not saying like, as you mature, you get better. Not really. But mm-hmm. I think that that is something that you like should work on. I think accepting feedback from friends, family, co-workers, even like your clients if you know if you make a mistake just like owning up to that yes. instead of like trying to deflect it's so hard and that goes into self reflection but yes. um i think i've talked about this on the podcast but i had a situation where something i wasn't doing great and an old coworker kind of pulled me aside and was like hey so like this is happening and it sucked like it sucked to hear but now like she is literally going to be one of my bridesmaids like i I am so grateful of that moment and it's was literally when I was working at the preschool so it has nothing to do with what I do now, but I really do take that into my entire life of it's okay, you know, no one thinks you're like a bad person because you yes. made a mistake, like no one thinks you're stupid because yes. you made a mistake, you just made a mistake that's human nature, it's okay, you can move on. But being able – what sets you apart from someone that's able to grow and someone that's going to stay stagnant is being able to accept that and be like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or whoops, like I'm going to work towards being better next time. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. And
1: in kind of the same vein, I – when I was in, I think, probably early high school. This was a long time ago. I – my mom basically sat me down and in other words told me like, you're really negative. And she was like, when Mm -hmm. I was in college, somebody said, this is my mom's words. She said, when I was in college, somebody said to me, basically something along the lines of like, oh, here, Stephanie is like bitching again or something like being negative again. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm just noticing that like you are pretty negative, which, you know, I just want to tell you because like once somebody had told me and made me aware of that, it completely changed things for me. Since then, I have been the first to tell people, like, especially in important relationships, like I am prone to thinking negatively. That's just how I am. That is literally just how I am. And most of it's like a self-preservation thing. Like, I'm prone to think everybody at the gas station is trying to kidnap me. I'm prone to think that the worst (laughs) thing's going to happen. I just think of the worst case scenario. A lot of that that has to do with my anxiety. But I just am kind of a negative thinker. But I cannot tell you guys the difference in my life since I've been made aware of that. And that's just me being aware of what other people think about me. Sometimes being aware of what other people think about you is a little bit bullshit and might just harm you. But in that sense, at first when my mom told me that, I was like, literally F you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Literally, (laughs) why would you tell me that? So mean. Um, But then, like, since then in my life, I have worked really hard to not make that my inclination. And -hmm. it's made such, such a difference, especially with something like negativity, because that's not something that I wanted to be living my life in. I did Mm -hmm. not want to be... The automatically negative girl. That is just not the vibes. Right. But I have genuinely, I can tell you guys, because of self-reflection and because of understanding that automatic inclination about myself, I've been able to change it. I would not say that people would look at me and say that I'm negative anymore. Um, College was a big time. Like, when I went to college, I basically was like, I'm going to not act like this anymore. Right. Um, And I think, obviously, still it, like, slips through and it still affects me. But... I think I'm much more positive now and much more optimistic rather than pessimistic because I took what somebody yeah I took what somebody saw about me internalized it and understood okay maybe these are the actions that I'm taking that are making people feel this way these are the things in my brain that are you know whatever and then I was able to change it so
0: and I I do want to Disclaimer: This isn't saying that anyone that says something about you no. is true. Like no. that. I mean, this
1: was my mother. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And <laughs> so yeah, it's and, not like some random yeah, and the, bully. Like, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and the person that talked to me at work is, like I said, going to be one of my bridesmaids. She's one of my best friends. So, like, it was not. You know, it, I knew that it came from a point of like of love, yeah, of and love care. and like care and worry and concern. Mm-hmm. But if you, like you said, like if it's you know, <laughs> if somebody some, bullies
1: you and is like you're ugly, don't be like okay, yeah. I'm going
0: to internalize that and then I'm going. To like, oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> like when, um, <laughs> like when I worked at Eat Smarter and someone commented like this is so effing disgusting. Yeah, like like that's I'm not, not... going to ask my editor to delete that recipe. No, like, and that's you know.
1: not what we're talking about. Like I'm just talking about. Everything, if, if it resonates with you, and you'll know. you'll If yeah. someone tells you something and you're like, that hurts mm-hmm. really bad, it's probably because It hurts, it, yes. It almost hurts more when it's true. It's probably because, because it's you've like, been trying to... It's literally like when you're trying to ignore something about yourself yeah. and somebody says it, you're like... I've been trying to ignore that for years yeah. like right. I've been trying right. to like just convince myself that people don't think that about me for years like yeah and I was actually talking to a friend who went to a meeting with a business consultant and she was like that business or that meeting like hurted my feelings because she told she reflected a lot of my worries back onto myself and just kind of like validated them but I needed to hear it and it actually ended up helping me to discuss some of those things with somebody and actually work them out in my head and make like a plan for them because a lot of times there's things that you know you want to change about yourself but they feel so or not change about yourself but work on in yourself right but they feel so big or like you know scary or not a positive thing about yourself you just don't want to think about them don't want to work on them and that is why you need to go to therapy Please go to therapy. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) um, We just talked a lot, a lot, a lot. But hope that that was helpful for you guys. Um, If you guys want to, we'll probably put question boxes up this week to get y'all's personality things of the various natures that we just talked about. I'd love to
0: do that, yeah. Um,
1: But... I know this can be a little woo-woo for some people, but really at the end of the day, we're just saying two. I have a feeling that a lot of our
0: listeners are down.
1: (laughs) I agree. I agree. Okay. Random question. Today's is one year of CYA themed. So it is, what is your favorite episode of CYA? Two years so two years of CYA themed.
0: (laughs) It is
1: (laughs) It is what is your favorite episode of CYA so far?
0: I said episode ninety-two, which is with Kristen Bisquet and I don't remember what it's called but it's about making
1: content creation your bitch is that what it is
0: yes (laughs) I think that is what it is yeah it's she's a like uh influencer mentor and I just thought that it was such a great episode and it had a lot of actionable tips and And she was also yeah she was also just like so fun and I feel like she's our friend that's another thing that I love about having guests on I feel Mm -hmm. like we're just like we force people to be friends with us. Yeah, we, we make
1: new <laughs> friends every single time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: okay, so my favorite episode has been episode 76 with Gina. It was following your energy one, cycles too. to increase productivity. Um, she just gave a bunch of tips that I still actually use, and yeah. I thought that episode was very swag. So mm-hmm. that is oh, another favorite.
0: one that I do have to say is uh, the one with Jess Massey, I don't remember what number that, was, that one That's always that was the one that super I good use. One. Yeah. yeah, that's a super good one. And then I also love the one that came out somewhat recently with uh, Dr. Cook. That's, that's really, a good really one as well. One. I
1: also don't know if this will be out by the time that this comes out, but the episode with Sam Vanderwielen she's a lawyer, that one was very swaggleicious. I don't know when that one's coming out. Neither do I. Well, if it hasn't
0: come out yet, it's coming out soon.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's, she's a lawyer and it was just like, that, you gotta listen to that one. That one's like, it's very informational, but like, you gotta listen. Anyway, to close it all off today, thank you guys for two amazing years. We love you, you. we appreciate you, and we look forward to a whole lot more. Yes.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic and TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast.
1: If you want to support our show, text the link to this episode to a friend, share when you listen to CYA on your story, or leave a positive rating or review wherever you're listening to this episode.
0: If you want to hear more from us, be sure to hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform.
1: We'll talk to you next Monday.
0: See ya! Thank mm-hmm. you.